Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.
If you've ever wondered how we started our podcast and how we record our podcast, the answer is so, so simple. Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can make money from your podcast no matter if you have one listener or a thousand listeners. Downloads, everything. I mean, it's so simple. If you're creating something, get paid for it. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. Welcome to the Heels and Quads podcast. I'm Leviticai at Levi Diesel on Twitter. And I'm Tommy at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter. I am kind of browsing the web right here real quick. I was trying to bring up some SmackDown results because I did not watch SmackDown. And I, watched, I watched uh, the first match was Charlotte and uh, Natty, I think. I think that's what it was. Oh, okay. Um, I got through that. Um, and then my feed kind of cut out. The weather was garbaggio yesterday. So, yeah, obviously, if you listen to WrestleMania 14 uh, yesterday or this morning, you know the tornado blew through where I live. So, weather was shit. So, yeah. Me having also, I like to use the word garbaggio because it makes me sound more Italian. Uh, garbaggio. Hey, forget about a garbaggio, huh? Hey. I do construction. Uh, I'm in waste management. There's nothing, like, you know, this being the go-home week for uh, WrestleMania, there was, like, it was pretty uneventful. Yeah, it really was. It, and I think that goes back to what we mentioned before. Like we said, is, like we said, uh, we d- they don't have to try to get you to buy the pay-per-view anymore because you're well, already really, signed up for the network. They're really pushing the whole free thing. The what? The whole free thing that WrestleMania oh, yeah. is free. Big time. It's free to new subscribers. Now, for people like us who've had the network since day one, literally since launch day. Yeah, like we w- didn't we both buy it like the day before or that morning. It was the minute. Yeah, uh... because there were still the bars like before it even came on. Yeah, and you know what was funny about that? I remember the early network days. It's funny because it was only a few years ago. Four years ago, actually. Yep. Uh, you texted me. You were watching it on your TV, and my Xbox did not have the app, and I had a Chromebook, and it did not support it, so I had to watch it on my phone, and I bought a – like, I could plug it into my phone and plug it into my TV, like HD thing oh you bought one of those yeah yeah just so i could watch the network on the tv well i watched so much network on my i had an iphone 5 at the time i watched so much network on it that i burnt my battery out had to buy a new battery for my iphone because they didn't have the app on anything so yeah the early days of the network weren't easy man no it wasn't easy being greasy it wasn't easy paying 9.99 i think the first month was free wasn't it uh no i don't know if it was free back then no i think i think it came out right away yeah. But the yeah. coolest thing was, was like the bars, like the waiting for like the transmission to go through or whatever. And then the first thing you saw was Vince McMahon. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. remember like I looked at Amanda because this is before she worked. So she was always home. And I think I was off that day, luckily. So it was like a big deal. Like, and I just remember like, 
you know when you get real giddy or you're like yeah. so happy? Like yeah, I was you're so excited. excited. I was like, oh my god, it's finally here. And I mean, the first what couple of months were kind of touch and go, and now it's like almost flawless. Yeah, everything is is good to go, but you do have to have a pretty decent Wi-Fi connection because mine. We we fifi. Yeah, we fifi. Let me text this person real quick. They just tried to call me. Somebody from work? Yeah. Levi's off today. We have a a big show. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyways. So I tweeted out last night that we would. Ha- this was going to be a bonus episode because um, obviously we've discussed the whole break situation. We kind of got it nailed down. Uh, yep. So our schedule for this week, you're going to get this today, which is going to be a discussion. And then the bonus segment at the end, the last half hour to hour, however long it ends up going. Levi had the great idea yesterday to do our top 10 WrestleMania. Then I'm the idiot that decided, let's rank <laughs> all 33 WrestleManias. And that we did. We ranked so we, them all. That wasn't we, a, It wasn't a bad idea. No, it, it wasn't. Because nobody does idea, it. Yeah, but it was just. I mean, we we spent an hour on the phone before we did this. Yeah, we made our list last night, and then spent an hour on the phone this morning fixing the list. To and it looks like into a one heels and quads. What does it look like? A baseball scorecard. It, our, <laughs> I'll post it on Twitter after after I post the episode. <laughs> right. Our our sheets because it it looks like a baseball scorecard with scribbles and scratches and. Just messy. But, I mean, it's not too bad. No, we got it figured out. Um, yeah, so on the note of the go-home shows, there was nothing quite going on. But I think what you mentioned earlier on the phone was that I think they're playing it safe. They don't want to get anybody hurt. Because, as we know, two years ago was the hurt, the injury WrestleMania with, what, six or seven matches on the card? WrestleMania 32? Yeah, because was, everybody was hurt. Yeah, I think it ended up being eight. Yeah, they squeezed something else in there. It was that rock, that rock thing, kind of made it a little yeah. extra. But yeah, it was a for being a five-hour show, it uh, or four or four and a half five, it definitely ran quite long for only like eight matches. But yeah, they had a lot, lot of segments. So this one, I can last year being that it was like nine or ten matches. I could see this one definitely being like last year where like it's probably about 11 o'clock and the main event's still going on. And you got to think last year they were in Florida. So the main event was going on at like midnight. Like people were leaving the stadium at like midnight to one o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. And finally getting out of the parking lot at two or three. Because it's just got to be a mess. And then having to go to work Monday morning. A lot of them. Yeah. Yeah, that was rough. I bet. And then getting off work and headed back to the area for Raw. Yeah. So, that's cluster, man. Yeah, and that's the thing. When I, if and when, because i got to go to a WrestleMania at some point, I definitely want to do WrestleMania. I, I want to do the whole weekend. I want Access. I want NXT. I want WrestleMania. I want Raw. I want SmackDown. That's a yeah, lot. I that's a it, lot to ask I, I want to do all that, but, <laughs> but like my main thing is I want to be able to go to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I would love to go to the Hall of Fame. If it's a be- if it's not a good lineup, I don't want to go, honestly. But I think I think I'd just go so I could cry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like women watch movies to cry. We watch wrestling. We to watch cry. wrestling to cry. <laughs> it's our soap opera, man. It's our days it of our lives. It's our general <laughs> hospital. All my children. 
Guiding Light. All right, I'm just naming off soap operas because I can. General, yeah. Anyways, Days of Our Lives, whatever. Uh, yeah, man, I don't have much to say about Raw and SmackDown. We don't really review it anymore, like we like talked about before. But uh, it's the go home show, so I thought we would have something to talk about. But Monday, you know, there was no Undertaker. I think that's no the hottest topic right now. Yeah. And, and it's, it's the hottest topic that that's not at Hot Topic. Yes. <clears throat> and Roman and Brock, uh, I think they're doing they're doing what they can to get you emotionally invested in it. And I, a, and I was listening to... It was a cool huh? little scuffle uh, they yeah. had in the ring uh, as the interstate drives by. Um, Roman hitting five Superman punches was a little excessive. <laughs> And then Brock just pops up and hits an F5. Imagine how many Superman punches and spears we're going to see on Sunday. Just imagine. I, I'm thinking about starting a, like a Vegas odd line and have like a heels and Not, not on who's going to win the match, but no. how many Superman punches and spears. How many and how many we're going to have. And Yeah, and how many F5s does Roman kick out of? Yeah. If he kicks out of three, I'm going to be pissed. 27. Higher level. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they, and I, I was going to talk about that as I was listening to Busted Open Radio with, uh, Bully Ray, and I forgot the main dude's name, but he's on every show. So it was Bully Ray and that guy, that and, guy. uh, I wish I, I gotta look his name up, but, uh, he, Bully said, you know, as far as WrestleMania goes, how many wrestling matches have sold WrestleMania tickets? Not many. Not so many. everybody said, is AJ and Shinsuke going to be the best match on the card? It's going to be the best wrestling match on the card. But is that what's selling tickets? That's exactly. That's not right. because the kids are wanting to see, and not just the kids, but the, the fans that are the E fans, the New York fans that are in it for the entertainment. They're not huge. They're wrestling fans, but they're not wrestling wrestling fans. You know, like they they're like sports to, entertainment fans. Yes. The sports entertainment fans are the ones that are invested in, uh, Brock and Roman. Um, and then you got your UFC crowd who watch it for Brock and Ronda. Exactly. And that match, and that match too, the Triple H and Steph versus Ronda or Paul. And yeah, Stephanie I was going to versus... say, I was, hey, 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 whoa. <laughs> First name uh, basis. Come on. Let me type this in real quick. So those, those are the ones that are selling tickets basically. And it's, yeah. And, and that's, guy's and name. that's understandable. I mean, because a lot of the, you know, the quote-unquote... Dave LaGreca. Dave, Dave LaGreca. Yeah. Yes. Um, I knew it was something Italian. Like yes, that. that's what I thought. And he's got that New York Italian accent, too. Yeah. He's um, like, yeah, come on! Come on! Hey! Hey! <laughs> hey. Um, uh, what was I going with that? Oh, and that was what I was going to talk about was Monday. Um, the best spot for me, actually, was when Stephanie put Rhonda through the table. I thought that was really cool. I yeah, I didn't think they'd have Ronda take a bump before WrestleMania, and she went through a table. Yep, and Stephanie looks jacked. Yeah, I'm sure Triple H and or Paul and Stephanie are really going hard right They're now. They're midnight cause... workouts, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I love those it, I videos. Bet. Every time they're on, I watch them. Trips is a beast, dude. At 47, 48 years old, he is a beast. I wonder how much it would cost for him to be my personal trainer. Yeah, that'd be uh, be like motivate me, Paul. 
one of my, <laughs> one of my Do you cooks. remember, like, it was, like, 0506 when he had that workout book that came out? Uh, I, uh, the book. I don't know if I remember the book. You don't I remember, remember the DVD it? that like, just came it's out. It's, like, a bluish cover, I think, and it's just him, like, half, half-bodied, like, just, you know, doing the little bicep. Not little. Yeah, no, I don't. Jack. I don't. Okay, I don't remember it. Look it up, because <laughs> that's what I think about when I think about you know him being jacked is that book, and I remember them pushing it on Raw all the time, and I actually almost bought it just because I was such a big like WWE person at the time that like anything they put out was like oh you- making game yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you remember it now? yes okay so. That. It was kind of like then with me, I would like buy anything they put out, like merchandise wise, other than t shirts. I didn't buy a lot of WWE t shirts at the time unless I went yeah. to events. But like, also, I mean, I didn't really have as much disposable income, you know. Well, I have zero now, but um, <coughs> it was, it was I'm like, I'm like I, Batista on the podcast, I'm always coughing. <laughs> <laughs> then Batista cough all the time. Oh my god! Right? It was like it was like two two or three raws in a row, <laughs> but it was so obvious that it just stands out because um, he was partying with Evolution. But, but at that time, I compared it to like Kiss. Like anytime Kiss put out new merch, I had to go buy it. Anytime WWE yeah. had a new music album come out or you know, whatever, I went and bought it. Like if, yeah. if Walmart or somewhere close by had it, I was gonna go get it. Yeah. So let's just. I'm gonna go to the WrestleMania card here. I'm gonna. We can preview this card a little bit and kind of talk about what we think. Not necessarily predictions. No, no, we're not gonna do predictions, but we'll do that. I just kind of. Yeah, let me. While you're looking at it, I'm gonna uh, run through our schedule. All right. So what we're doing? Okay. So from now on, this is kind of we're gonna do our best to stick to this. We talked about it yesterday after we finished the show, um, and. Hopefully we can stick to it because we're trying to make everybody happy and still have at least two shows a week. So starting. Okay. So this week we've got today and then Sunday you'll get a pre pre show for WrestleMania. Our predictions. predictions. Yep. And then we're all going to watch WrestleMania. We'll probably tweet out during live tweet kind of without giving away too much. You know, we don't want to give our opinions out too much. But just, yeah. you know, to get a response. Um, and then after WrestleMania, as soon as it's over, we are going to do our review. Me and Levi yeah. start it because Robert is going to be at WrestleMania. So what we'll do is we'll start recording. And then when Robert texts me or the group, we will pause it and then we'll bring Robert in. And yeah. Way we can get, like what, what? What? Mainly, what I want out of Robert is the live crowd. Yeah, I wanted to ask him on here if, you know, if they're going to church up cheers and booze, or if they're going to dole them down for certain people. But usually, yeah. when it's live, they don't. They can't. Yeah. So I want to see if what we hear is what we what he heard, or if he hears any chance we didn't hear. You know, what, what it was like, what the energy was like. Him. Yeah. Yeah. What the energy was like in the matches. Yeah, exactly. See what, see what the live atmosphere was like being there. How many there. people asked about the shirts? Yeah. How many people uh, asked if Stone Cold was still bald? <laughs> what is the deal with that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So do you know Steve Austin? 
Yeah, st- I know Stunning Steve. I don't know oh, who Stone yeah. Cold Steve Austin is. Speaking of Stunning Steve, I watched three episodes of the first three episodes of WCW Saturday Night. He's on like all three of them. Night before last, and the first uh, main event of Saturday Night is a two out of three falls because that was like their thing at first. Oh, Every yeah. main event was two out of three. And the first one was the TV title. It was uh, Stunning Steve versus Brad Armstrong of the Dude, Armstrong Wrestling I'm lazy today. It's my day off, so I'm being lazy today. And yet we have so much energy. Our shows are always better when we do them in the morning. Yeah, because if I do them in the afternoon, I'm like, eh, I just got off work that, or something. And then if we do it in the evening, I'm usually gimmicked. Yeah, I like morning shows because my mind is clear. My mind's working. I know bigger words sometimes. In the morning, I can put so. a full sentence together without cursing. <laughs> yeah, we're getting good about this. So, WrestleMania card, it was announced that pre-show, oh, you mentioned it yesterday, but in case they didn't make it to the end of yesterday's show, uh, pre-show is Andre, Battle Royal, Women's Battle Royal, and Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali, which I think we all knew Cruiserweight was going to be on the pre-show. Okay, so pre-show, hang on, I didn't finish what I was saying because I got sidetracked because we were talking about not cursing and stuff. Um, So, after Sunday, we will do... Raw on Tuesday, we will do SmackDown on Wednesday, then we won't be back until the following Wednesday, possibly the next Sunday, we haven't decided yet, which I think we're leaning more towards Wednesday. Um, Yeah. Then we will only do shows Tuesday and Wednesday. Yes. So no more Sunday shows, no more Monday shows, I mean it has to be like a last... Like, this is the only way, like, we can get a guest on. We'll be a Sunday. Yeah, and pay-per-view week, I don't know if we went 100% on this yet, but if it's a pay-per-view week, we will try to do, we'll tweet predictions for the show on a Sunday. Only WWE shows, probably, unless it's a huge Ring of Honor show or a huge Japan show we're both watching. Yeah. Um, We'll tweet predictions, and then we will try to do the review of the show well i mean we're definitely gonna have to do backlash because it's going to be the draft yeah well yeah so yeah that's what we said yesterday we would we would tweet out the predictions and then for wwe pay-per-views obviously we will do we will still do the review sunday night but it'll be sunday wednesday instead of tuesday wednesday and that'll be the shows for the week so those would be your two shows and i know you guys are listening out there because i see our numbers and they just keep going up and like I said yesterday, we really appreciate it. We thank you guys for listening. We thank you for caring about our, our opinions. But yes. be more vocal on Twitter. Tell us what you want more of. Tell us what you want less of. Do you want more vague yeah. gimmick? Do you want me to be gimmicked more? Like, <laughs> give give us some ideas. Like, I mean, we want it, we want this to be an interactive podcast. Yeah. So yes, sir. I'm thinking after. Wednesday after the SmackDown show, we'll tweet out because we've got a couple of shows that won polls that we haven't put out yet. Yeah. And then we'll add those to a poll with some other ideas. And that'll be the following Wednesday show, the return show. Yeah. Yes, indeed. All right. So so now the main. Anyways. Well, I was just looking at it and I kind of. I was just going to run through it, and we don't have to really get into it, I guess, since Sunday we are going to talk predictions, and I know we're going to elaborate more then. Yeah. 
So uh, you got Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And that's if Owens and Zayn win, they'll be rehired. If not, they're fired. I think if they lose, they're obviously going to Raw. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey versus Triple H and Stephanie. Usos versus New Day versus the Bludgeon Brothers. Cesaro and Sheamus versus Braun. Charlotte Flair versus Oscar, which this has the potential to tear the house down. Yeah, I think if they if they give that match and let them do their thing, I think Charlotte and Oscar this match can be this the match best. Really one. needs at least fifteen to twenty minutes. Yes, yes. I'll and it's a it's I'll watch twenty minutes of if it it's, because if I it's think under it's under ten. I'm gonna be so pissed. Yeah, and if Oscar's streak gets broken here, I'm gonna be pissed too. Yeah. Um, Alexa Bliss, Nia Jax. <clears throat> Randy Orton versus Bobby Roode versus Jinder versus Rusev. I think this has got potential to open the show. That I, I agree. United that States. Might be the opener. Um, Miz, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor. I think this one could open the show too, mm-hmm. but I feel like it would be better on the mid card where it belongs. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ Shinsuke and Lesnar and Roman. I think they're gonna, so you I got, think they're going to use those mid card card belts in the the women's title matches to break up the big ones. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I could, I would be happy if the raw tag team titles or the SmackDown tag team titles open the show because I really don't, I'm not interested in those matches at all. You, I mean, but even you though, want a barn burner to open it up. Yeah. You, and you have to have that to, so I think a good fatal four way or the triple threat would be good. I don't want to see the triple threat open it, but I think if they did, if they went 20, 25 minutes in there, it'd be awesome. I think because that, I think the triple threat's going to be good. I think that's most likely the best option for them at this point. As much as the I don't want to see it open either, but at least that's a good spot. Yeah, I want to see U.S. or Intercontinental open just to get the crowd warmed up. And then you kind of bring it down with Alexa and Nia, because I don't think Alexa and Nia is going to be... I, I think it's going to be good, but I don't think it's going to be as good as Charlotte no, and Oscar. no. Uh, Braun and Cesaro and Sheamus, that could be second, just to throw it out, because one of the tag matches, I just, neither of them really have, I don't know, they're just not that good. But I, I'm all about Braun, but it's just really weird what they're doing with him, and after that brainstorming thing, it's like, what is this? That's you know, don't, ridiculous. Uh, so who, I, oh, I won't, we, won't, we won't predict. So anyways, that's the main card. I think as far as wrestling matches go on here... I think the Intercontinental title, AJ and Shinsuke, and Charlotte and Oscar. I think those are going to be your wrestling yeah, matches. I 100% agree. And I think Rusev should be a U.S. champion here, but we'll talk about that on we'll talk about that Sunday. Yeah. So yeah, that's your Mania uh, card up to date. And let's see real quick who do we got. This is Andre the Giant Royal Battle Royal participants. You got uh, the Revival. Baron Corbin, Mojo Rowley, Ty Dillinger, Matt Hardy, Dolph Ziggler, Fandango, Tyler Breeze, Goldust, Heath Slater, Rhino, Zack Ryder, and Primo Colan. And then in the women's, you have Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch, Liv Morgan, Naomi, Natalia, Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan, Bailey, Lana, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Mickey James, and Carmella. There, uh, it is. There's uh, speculation that a NXT woman will win the first battle royal. Amber Moon. Uh, I think that'd be good, but I think they need to save her debut for Raw. I think that I think maybe the what's the other Oscar chick, the other Asian chick? Oh, uh, Kerosene. 
Yeah, I think she'd be a good win for it. Yeah, that that would be good. Because I, I, I would rather Ember Moon debut on Raw and challenge, like, Nia or Alexa, whoever the champion is the next night. Or does she, I think or that does would be she, good. Or does she go to SmackDown if Asuka goes and they – or do you think they hold that off for another year? Yeah, uh, I think they. Yeah, I think they do Ember in some different programs, and then Oscar and her kind of meet back up sooner or later. Yeah. Because it's it's too soon for them to kind of, you know, that's like if Kevin and Sammy got split up, and then as soon as they main roster debuted, they went right back into a feud, which they kind of did, and it was too soon. Yeah. Because you can't top their NXT matches. Well, I mean, you just don't want to. You don't want to ruin it right off the bat, but you also want to, you want to like maybe even tease it, like have them do like face off, you know, in the ring or have a backstage segment just to kind of put that memory back in everybody's head. Like, Hey, remember this? So while we're on the topic of WrestleMania weekend, let's talk takeover. Here's the card. Now uh, you got Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. In an unsanctioned match, I think they're going to beat the hell out of each other. It's going to be awesome. Speaking of takeover, I'm going to. That's probably my goal for today is to watch like five or six NXT shows. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's not a bad idea because I want to. I want to be. I want to be up to I mean, speed. Like, I mean, I pay attention to like the results and stuff, but I, that's just one of those shows I don't. We watch so much wrestling and talk so much wrestling. I don't have time. No, it's and it's only an hour show. That's the thing. Yeah. It's hard. Like I can't watch two hundred five live. Really, I haven't watched a single episode. I don't think. Speaking not that I speaking can't, of two hundred five just... live, uh, one of the trainers from the Good Brothers Dojo, Fry Daddy, who has agreed to come on the show down the road, uh, was on two hundred five last night. Oh, really? And he was renamed Jonathan Pierce for the show, but he faced off against Tony Nese. So that that's really cool. Look forward to talking yeah. to him in the future, not just about. So was uh, Buddy Buddy Murphy was on there as well. Yeah. Robert's boy, seen that. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, takeover. Uh, and I need. I'm gonna do the same thing as you said. I'm gonna catch up on some NXT today, and I'm not caught up on it, but I am invested in these matches because I know they're gonna be awesome. Yes. So Gargano and Champa unsanctioned match gonna be awesome. Then is gonna be. <laughs> It's just the whole show is great. I'm going uh, to go the ladder. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. And go out on a limb and compare this unsanctioned match to Sean and Triple H, or Paul, at SummerSlam. Oh. With less blood, I'm guessing. Yeah, oh two. Oh two. There's going to be less. I mean, there's probably not going to be any blood, blood, if any. But 
I'm, they're going to beat the, the hell out of each other. In, yes. in the yeah, yeah, it is. The storytelling, this, this has a good story. Do you, do you think we missed, uh, do you think Gargano is going to stay with NXT for a while? Or do you think if he wins this, he's coming up? That's one we didn't really touch on on the NXT episode. That is the- I don't think he needs to come up because they're not going to use no. him on the main roster. I'm, I'm cool. Because he's too small. Man, I'm cool with some people staying in NXT. Not everybody has to come up. I know. I mean, no. I know they want to. And, as I mean, as a fan, I want to see everybody get their, get their worth. But you also have to think about it. Do you want them to stay down there and be main event players? Or do you want them to come up and not even be on TV? I think Gargano should stay down there, and he should go into a feud eventually with the the North American Championship holder, which is, brings me to my next match. I say this Gar- is the match. Gargano comes up, uh, Johnny Wrestling comes up next year. Next one year, more that'd year. be good. Uh, the latter match. This is the one that I think I'm. This is gonna. This is gonna steal the show. I think. Uh, yeah, I think we agree on that. Adam Cole, EC3, Killian Dane, Lars Sullivan, Ricochet, and Velveteen Dream in a ladder match for the NXT North American Championship, the inaugural North American Championship. Triple H did reveal it on YouTube earlier. Which it looks, it looks like the Raw Tag Belts. It does, and it looks, it, but it looks super old school. Yeah, like it does. Old belts. So I think that's kind of cool. The, the leather strap has like the the ripples in it. Yeah, and it has this like the shape of all the gold on it is kind of like, it's just old school. Yeah, it like looks, that it looks like, uh, that, the first world title. That first, Yeah. That, or even, uh, the old, uh, us belt in WCW or NWA. Yeah. Like yeah. that just looked like the, the country. Yep. Yeah. So I think, I think it looks pretty cool. Or I guess so this, this, I think this, this match is going to steal the show. North America is also Mexico and Canada. Why do people keep calling me from work? Stop. Let me text him real quick. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. Let me text him real quick. I'm on my podcast. Call you back. All right. So, yeah, the ladder match is going to be sick. We could probably do predictions for TakeOver now. Do you, we can, we can do, do, you, do predictions. You do predictions? I'm cool with it. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do TakeOver predictions because we're not going to have – we're not going to have time in the next couple of days. So, so, so that, yeah. hang on real quick. I just got a text. It was funny. So, uh, that meme I sent you. Yeah. I sent it to, uh, Mrs. Heels and Quads. Yeah. And I got to duck off because auto. Duck off. Auto correct. Yeah. We can say duck. Yeah. What you, the duck? You know what I'm insinuating? Um, so, so as far as takeover goes, let's go back to the first match okay. then. The unsanctioned match. So prediction wise, do you think the babyface takes the unsanctioned match here, or do you think they keep Champa just just ruthless and have him win? As much as I'd love to see the heel win, I think this is going to be that we're going to end this feud for a while. Yeah, so yeah, I think I think, Gar- I think Gargano wins. Go over. All right, but it is now the ladder match. Has all the you know all the NXT stuff, so so he could be on the heel yeah. side. All right, so we'll say we'll say we'll say Gargano. We'll say Gargano, because okay. Sean won the unsanctioned match before. Right. Seth, yeah, Seth won the other one. That's kind of what I was looking at, you know. So yeah, it's probably the baby. So Johnny Gargano will win that. We'll say that. All right, oh, no, we're not saying it. a, It's not a we're prediction. prediction. It. It's a fact. What do you mean? Okay, it's a fact. Yeah. 
All right. So maybe they'll change it and go with what we actually want. I shouldn't have said that. Damn it. All right. All right. So to the ladder match. The NXT North American Championship. Inaugural championship. This is a hard one. But I got to go with Ricochet. I think it's either going to be Ricochet or Adam Cole. Um, Adam Cole, I think... I think it would be good for Adam Cole. That is my, that is definitely my second pick. But but here's the thing: Adam Cole's already over with NXT. Ricochet really hasn't um, had. I mean, this is his first takeover. So yeah, and and I think Adam Cole is going to go in a program with for the title, the NXT title. Yeah. So he'll I, and yeah. if he wins, it, yeah, I'm it's going to be I'm a going, stolen victory somehow. I'm going Ricochet. Huh? Yeah, I gotta go Ricochet, man. But EC three possibly, but I think Ricochet is. Well, I think he's and, the and Ricochet's man. an older, you know, vet, and yep. they're gonna try to move him up as quick as possible because I think there's no way in hell that he's not getting to the main roster soon. No. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So we'll go. We'll go Ricochet on that. That's our prediction to be the inaugural champ. Uh, tag match. I didn't see any news on if Kyle O'Reilly was cleared or not. Oh, okay. Adam, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. Okay. Yeah. And they, they've discussed what they're going to do about that because they didn't know if they wanted him doing two matches. Yeah. But as, as far as I know, it's still on the card, right? That's what you're looking at. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, it. It's the, I, it's number three. Dude, so totally we've seen Adam Cole twice. That's crazy. He's going to be beat down, man. He's a, he's a, I think maybe they, they're going to do the tag match before the ladder match. Yeah, the tag match will probably open. Okay, so uh, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly versus Authors of Pain. I think Authors of Pain are getting called up, yeah, like th- we talked I about. Yeah, I think this is the be-all, the, the, uh, the end-all. I think uh, I can see Undisputed Era retaining still. Because Pete Dunne isn't – he's a part-time NXT guy. So, I don't see him and Roderick Strong winning the titles. No, I don't So, I, I think Undisputed Era retains here. Is War Machine not on the card? No. What the frig, man? I almost did it. Yeah, oh, that was close. You that was see close. that? Or hear that? Yeah. You didn't see it because you're not here. Yeah. So, I got Undisputed Era here. I think they're going to keep the belts. Yeah, I'm going to agree. Uh, Ember, Ember Moon and Shania, Shayna Baszler. Jesus, <laughs> her name her name is hard. It, it gets us every time. And, and no uh, her. I mean, Shayna so. going to win the title here because Ember's getting yeah, called up. And, I don't and, think there's any yeah, doubt about it. No, I'm not even going to waste any more time talking about it. Uh, Andrade and Alistair. If Alistair doesn't win, I'm going to riot. And <laughs> uh, Robert will bring New Orleans down. Yeah, I think Alistair wins, and then I believe Adam Cole and Alistair are going to go back into a program, and they'll probably wrestle at TakeOver Chicago in the summer. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, Andrade, he was one of our picks for a call-up, and I think he, I think he goes to SmackDown. It, or he get, or they wait, they don't call him up the night after, and he gets drafted yeah, in, in May. I could see either one, especially if he keeps the title. Yeah. Yeah, so I got I got I got Alistair though. Strap on him. Strap on him. Strap on him. You can't call it a strap. Uh, Yeah, I can do whatever I want. We got Gargano, Ricochet, Undisputed Era, Shayna Baszler, and Alistair Black. So we've got all title changes 
Well, actually, just one title change. Can we just call her Shanene or now two? Shanene Baszler. So you want you want to get to the fun part of the episode now that we talked a little bit of WrestleMania weekend. You want to get to the uh, the rankings? I just I wanted to mention briefly. We're gonna do our our best not to, and we did we've done good, and I'm gonna mention it here because I'm just gonna say we're not gonna talk about it. We don't want to talk about being the elite this week. We don't want to talk about Ring of Honor. We don't want to talk about New Japan. We're trying yes. to stay invested in WrestleMania. This is WrestleMania week. We're going to talk WrestleMania right now. I mean, obviously, Supercard is this weekend. And we and might we both... touch on it Sunday in the pre-show. Possibly, yes. If, if something big happens. But even then... You know, we could we could still keep it WrestleMania, but and like, we'll, we'll figure like that I out. Like I said yesterday, I might not even sleep when I get off work Saturday night just because I will be so pumped. I've got to watch Takeover. I've got to watch Supercard. Friday Is Duntaku that I weekend? Work, I'm going to watch the Hall of Fame, which the last two years have been over three hours. So I'm just going to be wrecked by Sunday. No wait, I think I think Duntaku is uh, the 14th. Huh. The uh, wrestling Dontaku. Oh, Dontaku is May. Yeah, I think it's the fourteenth. May third. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it was yeah, a it's little, further I thought on. It it's sooner. two nights. It's I think it's May second, May third, May third, and May fourth, something like that. Ah, okay, I looked okay. it up after we talked about it last uh, Monday. I think it was we talked about it. I think I'm more excited for Backlash than I am WrestleMania right now because I'm ready for that draft. Yeah, I am too. All right, so we've kind of got through our little discussion here. Now we're going to get to the fun part. We're going to rank. This is the bonus. Like Tommy mentioned, this is the bonus part of the episode. And in WrestleMania tradition, you have to rank something. So we're not, we're not going to do a top 10. We're not going to do a top 20. We're going to do we're not even the gonna top, do a top 33. Eight. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, some people do top eights. Yeah. Some people. Uh, some people Some do people that. do top 10. <laughs> Some people do top 15s, some people do top 20, <laughs> top 25. This isn't even the top. This is all 33 oh, WrestleManias ranked Sorry, I had to go. from I was 33 to, to 1. I had to go get my paperwork from inside. I got my paperwork ready to roll. All right. How do we want to do this? Do we want to go back and forth? Like you meant, you say 33, I say 32, and then we both kind of say a little bit about each one? Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Okay. We can do that. So... All right, here we go. Hopefully you stuck with us this long. We are, how long are we into this? 36 minutes. So we did good. We said 30 minutes. We only a little bit over. All right, yeah. so this is the bonus part. Stay with us. Hopefully we can get through this and it not take three hours. But if it goes an hour, we're okay with that. Yeah. We get to talk WrestleManias. All right, so am I starting? You're starting. Top 30, or all, all right. 33 WrestleManias ranked. This is the definitive list. There's no discussion needed. Give us our opinions yep. if you agree or disagree, of course. But we're not budging. We worked really hard. Agree on this. to disagree. <laughs> we did. All right. We did. All right. So kicking off the list at number 33, not necessarily the worst WrestleMania of all time, but we ranked it the worst WrestleMania of all time because it wasn't the best WrestleMania of all time. <laughs> <laughs> so WrestleMania. WrestleMania, you guessed it, number nine, IX, and Roman numerals for you. Okay, so let's discuss it for a minute. Okay, I told Levi this morning when we first got on the phone, we both agreed that this was number 33. However, this is the one I watched the most, which is hilarious. It's like, 
I, I, I really like Mystery Science Theater. And I yeah. kind of like sit through the card. Like I will watch this thing top to bottom easily without blinking. But it's so bad, it's good. You know, I think that's funny that you say that. I think number nine out of the single-digit WrestleManias, I think I've seen it the most. But I definitely, like, uh, I've either seen number nine the most out of single digits or uh, the Ultimate Warrior and Hogan six, one, number yeah. six. All right, well, let's stay on nine. Okay, so All right. obviously the best match of the night was Shawn Michaels and Tatanka. Great opener. Yep. Um, the uh, toga party thing, eh, I liked the layout of the building, like the, the Caesars Palace thing. Um, the toga party thing was kind of uh, Bobby Heenan coming in backwards, though. That was hilarious. Um, JR's first WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, this toga, is his first the toga party. This was his first uh, WWE TV, WWF TV appearance was WrestleMania nine. So think about him coming in and this is this is it. And he's like, Ugh. So, and I think another thing that makes this one, a lot of people are sour about this one, is because of what happens at the end. Right. Because Hogan gets to come in and just take the belt. Which, if you listen to the show on the regs, that is where the whole big boot, like, drop one, two, three thing that I always talk about comes in. Yeah. Because that's where I got the idea was from WrestleMania 9. The first time I ever said it, when I was gimmicked one night before we started the podcast to Levi... I had just watched WrestleMania 9, like, not too long before that. So, that's where that comes from. And what's the story with this black guy here? Uh, apparently... The true story? Um, well, what said was hap- what happened storyline-wise was that uh, Money Inc., Ted DiBiase, and IRS hired somebody to beat him up. Right. Um, then there was the talks, there was a jet ski accident. That was yeah. that was supposed to be, you know, shoot. And then also the other shoot was that him and Randy Savage had words and Macho Man clocked him. Because he drank a lot of coffee. Yeah, that's what he did. Um, <laughs> so I don't really know. I think Hogan's more the jet ski thing. Yeah. Because and... he looks like a burnt hot dog, so... <laughs> That is literally my my fiance's exact word. You know where she got that from? That are, from you. From me. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Because because she she says it about every wrestler that's too tan. Yeah, she got it from me. Okay. She probably wanted to admit it, but she got it from me because I used to say that about Hogan all the time. And I uh, did you say it when we were coming over and oh, stuff? Oh yeah, I've been saying that since I was a kid. I think I think you took it from her. Okay. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Whatever. <laughs> All right, so can we move on from WrestleMania 9? Yeah. It's sour. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, hit it, Tommy. All right, at number 32, we have WrestleMania 2. Which this, I mean, yeah. these two are almost interchangeable. WrestleMania 2, it's, obviously you've got, you know, the main events, Hogan and King Kong Bundy. That's cool and all. The, the old school blue cage. Um, my kid's got that ring. And it's WrestleMania 2 with the blue cage and everything. So, I mean, it's still, like, etched in people's minds and memory. But it's just, overall, it's just sloppily put together. And I don't know if they were coming off the heels of one and it did so well for them. And they were trying to do more. But, I mean, 
three different cities in one day. And then they... who was the celebs in this one? Uh, the celebs were. Was it Cindy Lauper? No, Cindy Lauper was wasn't... one. That's right. That's right. Uh, Roddy Piper and Mr. T had a boxing match. That's right. This yeah um, yeah. I'm trying to remember who else was there. Uh, Tommy Lasorda from the Dodgers. The man, the, okay. the Los Angeles Dodgers manager, uh, he did the ring announcements for the main event because that was in L.A. I'm trying to remember. This is not notes, so I'm. Struggling. I was playing as the L.A. Kings yesterday on the hockey oh. game. <laughs> I beat I beat the Rangers. That's okay. Just don't beat the Devils. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean the, the whole three, like I'm saying, the whole three city thing. And I know there was a lot of, of mess. there was a lot of problems with uh, when they weren't having the live matches at the arenas. They were just showing it on the screen. And I know there was a lot of kind of like Raw twenty five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I've compa- I think I compared Raw twenty five to WrestleMania two when we did you Raw twenty five. Yeah. Um. So that alone, I mean, it kind of takes the wind out of the sails, and uh, I mean, they didn't people get refunded. I don't know. Okay, I, I don't remember if that was a fact or not. Of that, and maybe we'll discuss it on Sunday. Um, okay. But I know that uh, it was the only WrestleMania to ever be on a Monday. And oh yeah, quite possibly yep. the only wrestling pay per view to ever be on a Monday. Yeah, I think it was the only one, unless it's an indie one or something. But I don't even think they run it on Mondays. No, there's too much competition. Yep. Especially in the mid to late 90s. So, yeah, WrestleMania 2 at number 32. All right. All right. Number 31 is number 32, WrestleMania 32. This was two years ago. Uh, the reason it's so low on the card is because I believe it had – there wasn't – the sh- and th- the only reason this show is so far down is because they refer to it now – two years later, as the injury WrestleMania. Yeah. Everybody was injured. Everybody was injured. Seth, and this was supposed to be Seth and Triple H for the title here. Mm-hmm. This was supposed to be Seth's moment. And because of Seth's injury, like injury always happens and something bad happens, he lost his push. He never he hasn't had a push since. And this uh, WrestleMania, Robert was also there. So I got a lot of texts That's and right. uh, pictures from the, uh, from the building, from uh, the Cowboys Stadium. And they, yeah, and Shane and, and Taker was like, it sounded great going into it, and it was just a spot. It, it had two spots. Yep. So that's and, all I that mean, match even was. It wasn't said, even really. He said it was one of the worst WrestleManias. And he, I mean, he was there. So, I mean, yeah, can't really it argue. was not good. Um, it could have been in this. I think this one could be interchangeable with number 32. I think two could be better than this, but, or nine. I don't know. But 32 is definitely low on the list for a good reason. And so I, I don't really have much. Just a smidge higher, just a few spots higher, just because Zack Ryder won the Intercontinental title. And that's the highlight of the night. That was it. <laughs> I was done after that. Well, that yep. and then the Austin, McFoley, Shawn Michaels thing. I really like that. That's right. I always, I always forget and think that was 30, but 30 was a different segment. Yeah. 30 was okay, the opener. So, anyways. All right. We'll hit him with number 30, Tommy. All right. At number 30. WrestleMania 27. This is another one that's in it. All these lower ones are so interchangeable. Yeah, it just depends what mood you're in. <laughs> 27 is the only wrestling Blu-ray that I own, and that's because I got it in the 788 bin at Walmart. 
That's that's the same one I have. <laughs> same it one. It looks I have. great on Blu-ray. I th- yeah, it does. When it's I, really, when this I was my got it, I put first it in Blu-ray. Just I think. to watch it, and Amanda goes, "Wow, it looks like we're like there." This and from Paris with Love were my first Blu-rays I ever bought. Really? Yep, I bought it with my Blu-ray player after work one night at like midnight. The first Blu-ray I ever owned was Die Hard One. <laughs> That's a great Blu-ray to have. They really so cleaned I it think up good. The uh, the match of the night here was Taker and Triple H. Yes. And Miz and Cena was... I, I don't know. It just didn't need to happen. I, I think Miz... I'm glad Miz got his moment, but I think the reason why it was so poorly re- received is because it wasn't the time for Miz yet. Like, right now is the time yeah, for Miz. Yeah, they should have they swapped it out, you know? So... like, But, yeah, I mean, hindsight's was... 2020. And, you know, Vince is probably even seeing that at this point. Like, man, we really kind of wasted his title run, especially if he's yeah. only going to get one, which I, I mean, like, like we talk about all the time on the show, we think that the Miz will get another title run within probably what the next two years. Yeah. Yeah. It's his, he's in his prime. So I think this is it. It's a good time for it. Um, The thing that really brought this show down to me and don't get me wrong, like, when it was announced, I always call it the the, the night that 18,000 people got pregnant because that yeah. Rob, when The Rock came out, when his music hit, when, they, when uh, Justin Roberts said, and now introducing the host of WrestleMania, <laughs> and then, you know, that the, if you the smell... lights went out, and the, you know. The electricity. Oh my god! And like, if you watch like some fan angles for, on YouTube, people are going nuts, like shaking it was their loud. rails. And oh my, it's gosh, one of the one of the best pops ever. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say I've watched multiple uh, top ten pop videos, and this one is always like right up there. It's one of the higher up ones. I kind of want to watch one that is... before I clean house just to get amped. You should. You should. It's good. To, they have I'm a just bunch of listen to wrestling themes while I'm cleaning. There you go. Yeah. Speaking right. of wrestling cool. themes, so, yeah. uh, you need to go to iTunes or Spotify. Buy uh, Jeff Jarrett's theme from WWF. Be Be my baby tonight, or be with my baby tonight on iTunes, or stream it on Spotify. It helps out Connor's Cure right now. They're trying to get it on. And the also, podcast. yes, and also, check out. Matt Lee Massey, who did our theme song, Illuminate. And not just Illuminate, Illuminate. you buy them all. You can buy every one of them because every Matthew Lee Massey song is awesome. That's my workout music. And uh, we didn't get to say it on Monday because we had a guest, but happy, well, we tweeted him both from the show and separately. Happy late birthday to Mr. Massey, Papa Buck himself. That His birthday was on Monday. Yeah, yes, we did tweet him, yes. Happy birthday to Matt Lee Massey. We love you, Papa Buck. All right. All right. So you're up? Yep, and at number 29 is the same number, WrestleMania 29. Uh, This was Rock and Cena 2, and Rock and Cena's hometown, kayfabe hometown, whatever, that's his area. Well, I mean, he went Um, to Miami, so, I mean, yeah, he's a hurricane. Or did I say Rock? I said Cena's hometown, right? Cena's hometown. Wait, this this is Cena's area, MetLife. No, that's not Cena's. That's Jersey, baby. That's my that's my area. 
I, th- I know, but this this was this was like like Rock did twenty eight. He won at twenty eight in Miami. Oh, 20. And okay, Cena, I got it. I got it reversed. I thought twenty. Cena. Yeah. Okay, my bad. My bad. No. Cena wins at Cena wins at MetLife. No, it's not his area. It is because he was West West Newbury. Yeah, but Massachusetts. It's the New England area, no, it's isn't it? Not. All right. My bad. Hush. <laughs> he always. They always make it. They always make it look like Cena's place is MetLife. No. His would be the okay. his would be the Patriot Stadium. All right, well, that's a con- yeah. Well, that's a con to this. Okay, cool. So, uh, this has one of the worst. The thing about this is going into this. So, first of all, Rock and Cena was main. Uh, Taker and CM Punk was great. It was the highlight of yes. the night for me. That's my favorite match of the show. Triple H and Brock was what it was. Mm-hmm. It was this is it was Triple, Triple H's H revenge. Brock. Brock, right? Because his career so, was on the line. So I the thing that I still had a bad taste in my mouth from the Royal Rumble, the Rock wins against CM Punk, who had the belt for over 400 days with a people's elbow, not a rock bottom, a people's elbow. Yeah, is how I, he won I, the title. I like that the Rock won the belt just because nostalgia, like you know, and uh, just you knew where it was going. It's just it I was bad, man. Like it, it made me mad. Like you said, he beat him with a people's elbow. That's just that's it's bush league, man. You know, instead of doing this match two times in a row since it was supposed to be once in a lifetime, why couldn't they have saved it for WrestleMania? The Rock, The Rock, and CM Punk. I would have much you know? preferred that. That would have been good because it would have been a great match. And you know what? CM Punk would have been happy because it would have been the main event. And maybe CM Punk the Rock would have got his main got event. Injured. Exactly. So, yeah, this was just – it wasn't a really good one. And it was – kind of, you know, it was like once in a lifetime, and then it's – but they do that a lot. Yeah, they do. I still do like that Survivor Series, though, before the first one when The Rock and Cena teamed against this and R-Truth. I was – I didn't watch 2011. That was actually a a really good tag match, and people might, you know, noose me for that, but I like that. All right. All right. Well, 29 is 29. How about 28? 28. This is kind of – I really like this one just because I remember it so well. And me and my brother used to rent it all the time from Hollywood Video. WrestleMania 7. Mm. Main event, Hulk Hogan versus Sergeant Slaughter. Slaughter was the uh, uh, Iraq uh, – Sympathizer? No, yeah. Oh yeah, he was he was the villain yes, right here, yes. right? Um, okay. He had beaten the warrior at Royal Rumble thanks to Macho's uh, Macho King at the time, his scepter. Um, pinned Warrior with that sweet ass belt, the winged eagle with the I think at Rumble it was the teal strap. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I don't remember. He changed Warrior. Yeah, changed it was the teal strap. But I love, I love, that's the one thing about the warrior being the champ that I loved was that the straps changed. The yellow uh, intercontinental belt. Yeah. Um, but like the main focus of this was that it was supposed to be originally at uh, the Coliseum. And they had to move it because there were so many threats because of Sergeant Slaughter's heel turn. Yeah. Uh, they Vince McMahon had to pay for, or I would say pay. I don't know how much he really paid, or if it was just safety precautions. Um, 
Sergeant Slaughter's wife was getting threats at their home, and they had to have guard like twenty four seven for like I think it was like two or three weeks prior to That's WrestleMania crazy. seven because people were in such outrage that the former GI Joe superhero Sergeant Slaughter was a turncoat. So that's like the main thing of WrestleMania Seven that everybody remembers. You know, I need to watch this one again. I haven't. I've, I think I've only seen Seven like once or twice. It's, it's not bad. Honestly. It's one of my lesser. You get a pretty decent match out of the Rockers. Uh, see, I think this is. I think this is one I'm missing from my Seven collection. is also uh, Macho and Ultimate Warrior. Uh yeah, I am missing this one. Yep. Um. This is when Macho loses the Warrior and has to. Oh no, I have this. He one. has to yes, retire. Sorry. Um. Yeah. And he's still yep. with Sherry at this point because he's the Macho King going in. But then at the Jake end, Snake versus Rick Martel. Then in the end, Sherry turns on Macho and starts slapping him. All this, and they show Miss Elizabeth in the crowd. She jumps to the railing and like start. I mean, she. This is like one of the only times I think Elizabeth ever got physical. And throws Sherry out of the ring. They reunite. Macho lifts her up on his shoulder. And it's just go home. Like, awesome story. Um, <laughs> they show it still to this day. And the first time we saw it, me and my brother laughed our asses off. There's this guy in the crowd with glasses with a funny hat on. And he's, like, crying. Like, he's, like, happy tears. He's so excited that this is happening. Uh, and mm. that image is just, like, I can see it now. and almost started laughing. Um, I was looking. I was looking through my collection. I do have this one on the Roman right. the uh, re-releases. But yeah, I mean, have you been wanting to lose weight and get healthy? Now's the perfect time to start Nutrisystem. Enjoy your favorite foods made healthier, delivered free to your door. Right now, you can get uniquely yours ultimate, our most complete foolproof plan at an amazing price. Order today and save 50%, plus get an extra $40 off. Go to Nutrisystem.com slash save and discover what millions of people already know. Nutrisystem works. Limitations apply. See website for full offer details. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. It's not bad, and I almost feel bad putting it this low, but... Yeah, it's all right. It wasn't It wasn't bad. Undertaker and... Uh... Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy Snuka. That was the first. This is 1-0. Oh, yeah, it is. Okay. That is 1-0. That's right. Okay. All right, you're up. All right. All right, number 27 is WrestleMania 23. And I think could have been a little lower. This is, like, one of my least favorite WrestleManias, but I think the reason it was higher up is because of Money in the Bank, and the two main events, John Cena, Shawn Michaels, and Batista, Undertaker. Undertaker wins his first world title in, like, a couple of years. So, yeah. that was cool to see. Is 23 Trump? Yes. Okay. That's probably why it's so low yeah. <laughs> It just – and it just wasn't, like – that's what they built this whole show Although we could easily that. put it at number one now because Trump takes the stunner. So – Yeah, that was great I, when he I, took the stunner. I, I see that again. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't got much more to say about 23. <laughs> yeah, can, it was all right. We're done. Sorry, you got we're such done. a shitty one to announce. Nah, it's At okay. number 26, this is going to be a hot topic issue on the show. You guys are going to probably disagree, and that's cool. Tell us about it on Twitter. Or you can DM us on Instagram because you can't really comment on nothing on Instagram, but you can DM us. Um, 26, WrestleMania 15. Yeah, Butterbean versus Bart Gunn, headline in the show. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's probably actually one of my you know, favorite parts. Of the you know what's funny? Things. You know what's funny about this with WrestleMania 15, Butterbean and Bart Gunn. When Butterbean knocks out Bart Gunn, that was how that was the end of his career, dude. Yeah, that was it. How much he more did you done. see him? That was it. They he bar- he literally buried. Him I think we saw because him he knocked at, him out. Uh, Raw 15. For, yeah, yeah. For that battle royal, but I think that was the last. So it's it's a funny fact about this is me and Zach laughed about this a lot, oh, God, and I and, and so what was funny about it was I looked up Bart Gunn on Wikipedia, and it says after he after he lost to Butterbean, he was released from WWE shortly after. <laughs> it's messed up. Poor Bart, man. He was so I liked Bart Gunn. Bart Gunn, Gunn and Billy Gunn as the smoking guns was cool. I talked about having it was the great. Yeah. Um, man, I actually got to go to one of the. That Raw in 98 I went to, I got to see Brawl for All. I'd like to see him do it again. <laughs> I, think I'm in the, yeah. I think I'm in the minority on that, but I'd like to see some of these guys, you know, really. Fight. So I, I, I personally like WrestleMania 15 a little more than this number, but I think with it compared to other WrestleManias, that's why it's so low. And a, and a lot of our list is based on one to three matches. So, Rock and Stone Cold was killer. Yeah. I mean, there's no, you don't even have to. This was uh, Rock and Stone Cold number one, actually, at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. For, the, for uh, the WWF title, not Intercontinental or anything like that. So, this is yeah. Rock Austin at WrestleMania for the first time for the WWF title. And, and so, there was a match earlier in the show. It was Mankind versus Big Show, and it was to be the referee for that yeah. match. And then you had the bar, <laughs> you had Kane Triple H, and then you had. Uh, Big Boss Man and Undertaker and in a hell of a cell. That is what he, brought it down. <laughs> yeah, because he, he and he hangs the Big Boss Man. Like they don't show. I on still the wonder how they did. They huh? don't show that on the network. No, and it's cut out of my DVD too. Uh, I want to find the original. And I don't know how they did that spot because that's pretty crazy, man. And then he just that's, hung there. Yeah, and I remember watching this one, going like, "Cut him down! He's gonna die." Yeah. <laughs> And obviously, Big Boss yeah. Man, another one we lost too soon. I love the Big Rest Boss Man. Rest in peace, man. Big Boss Man. Yeah, he was great. As a great, kid, man. man, when his theme came on, I was amped, dude. I loved yeah. it. He was – actually, that was my first three – or I got four Hasbros. The, the, these were my first four wrestling action figures because I got LJ in afterwards, which is weird. I backtracked. Um, uh. But I got Hulk Hogan, Macho King with the purple trunks, and the crown and scepter. Uh, million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, in the green suit with the Million Dollar title, and the Big Boss Man. Mm. Those were my first four. So, I love the Boss Man, but... And he was good in this return role. But... Yeah. They, it was a lot of misuse. It was kind of like the dog... The dog match or whatever. Yeah. The dog, the kennel, ma- kennel of hell yeah. or whatever. They, it, it, right. Just a misuse. 
So 15 is a little low, but the only thing that could possibly bring it up is the uh, Austin Rock and Stone Cold because it was great. Yeah. It was a good match. So, but I mean, we gotta we gotta take what we can get here. Yeah. All right. We can all so... agree to disagree. All right. So at number 25, this one, I think this is a perfect spot for this. To be honest. Yeah, it's not too low. It's not too high. It's fresh on everybody's kinda... memory. It's WrestleMania yeah. 33 from last year. Um, yeah. Love the setup. Love the roller coaster. All that stuff. That all that was cool. Um, main. It felt massive. Yeah, it did. I think 33 felt really that big. That ramp, dude. Like it was so big. Obviously, our favorite spot of the night was the Hardy Boys coming back. Um, agree. I'll vape to that. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. But, like, that's when it seems so long because that entrance, like, took forever. And, you know, Matt doing the – with arms wide open and, that was, and delete. That was the biggest pop of the night. But, I mean, the crowd – I think you could put that in the top erupted. ten of all time at this point. Yes, you can. That The crowd erupted. Yeah. And, I mean, my house was crazy. Robert was here. We, yeah. We were high-fiving. We were crazy. We were calling each other, FaceTiming, texting, yeah. all that stuff. I mean, it was nuts. But other, yeah, was other than that, like, really, the only thing I really liked from last year was AJ and Shane, which shocked me. Yeah, I liked Triple H and, and uh, Seth, but it could have been a lot better for an unsanctioned match. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Roman and Ta- Roman and Taker wasn't terrible, but you can tell that Roman carried that match because didn't Taker have the injured hip? Yeah, he had, he had just had the hip surgery, right? No, he hadn't had it yet. He oh, I thought he it. had it right before. He just had it like the last a couple months ago. Oh, okay, okay. So, so it was a- it was like after WrestleMania yeah. he had it, but um, yeah, it was a it was a long show. Yeah, and that one kind of ending so sad with Taker putting his. Uh, coat and hat in the middle of the ring at eleven thirty at night it, Central Time. It was like I was so like drained. Yeah, I was very drained. And lots of lots of lackluster stuff. Yeah, it, on this card. Just, and the fact that like I got on Twitter like right after when they were like breaking the stage down and it was still in the ring. Just like yeah, it made me realize like. We talk about That's nostalgia it. all the time. Like I was, ne- I was never like, I never owned an Undertaker T-shirt, any of that stuff. But I always respected him. Like I knew that. Yeah. Even when he first came in, I knew he was something special. And to see yeah. that moment, just I mean, it just like it took a shit on my childhood. My mom has an Undertaker shirt. Remember, we got it with my. my I got my Wolfpack shirt. My Wolfpack NWO shirt. She got Undertaker and Sting. Do I need to go check on her? Yeah, I was going to ask you to yesterday I almost, with the tornado. I almost texted you to say, do, do I need to have a man to stop and check on your mom real quick? Yeah, so anyways, anyway. all right. <laughs> all right, number 24 is, yet again, the corresponding number. Number 24, WrestleMania 24 is number 24 on our list. I think it's a good spot for this one as well because it was a this – is, it was a, This is Miami too, right? Uh, yes, yes, and I love I love this setup, mm-hmm. the the ring and the colors, and I think this had a really good it had a cool color scheme to it. it. it yes, was the card, it, it was though. the card was just so me. 
It was the first of the outdoor WrestleManias yes. starting, like, recent mm-hmm. outdoor WrestleManias. That's right. The only so, the only high spot in this, to me, was, of course, Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair. Yeah, the ladder match was good, and I was a little bummed with this ladder match because if Jeff hadn't failed his drug test, he was supposed to win this ladder mm-hmm. match. Uh, Randy Orton, Triple H, and John Cena was all right. Edge and Undertaker was pretty good, but they had a lot. I think they had better matches after. Yeah, this this is when uh, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins came in, right? Yeah, yeah. This, uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, Edge and Taker. If you go back to ten years ago, uh, Edge and Undertaker had a pretty great program going, but I think all of their matches following the WrestleMania match were a little better. You know, I'm still almost shocked that uh, Flair didn't have Triple H. As his last match. Re- retire him, yeah. Yeah, that is surprising. But I think even Flair knew he was going to have a better match with Sean. Yeah. And, I mean, you want to talk about emotional, man. Like, I still, like, get teary-eyed. I'm kind of getting teary-eyed talking about it. But uh, when Sean He says, said he loved him. Yeah, when Sean says, I'm sorry, I love you, and then gives him the super kick. And, like, as he's going to pin him, Ric Flair just starts bawling. As he's laying there, like, taking the pen. Yeah. I mean, shit. That was crazy. And then he has to go and ruin it by wrestling in TNA. (laughs) You still got to see that lockdown in 2011. Oh, yeah, I forgot to watch that. You got to watch that. All right. All right, so next next WrestleMania. Uh, Oh, yeah, the sneak. Uh, Number 23. We rebooked this one, what, two weeks ago? Yep. WrestleMania 2000, a.k.a. WrestleMania 16. Yeah. This is a good spot for this. Um, we didn't really rebook it as much as we thought we were going to. But, yeah. But, I mean, with, with the roster, I mean, they were just – there was just so many multiple man matches or multiple women matches. I think it, that was the only problem yeah, with it. Was, it. They, it's like now, and that, and that it's like now kept with the, the Battle Royals. They're just trying to get everybody in. And and Paul shouldn't have retained the title. It should have been The Rock at WrestleMania. That's that's just the bottom yeah. line. Is he should have won that match. Mm-hmm. And, and backtracking just a bit, and by a bit, I mean number 32 on the list, WrestleMania 2, that was another turd of that was a Battle Royal. It was WWF versus NFL. Oh, okay. And William the Refrigerator Perry, who played for the Bears, ended up winning that battle royal, and it was kind of like, meep, turd. Yeah. So, anyways, trust me in 2000, I don't really have much more to say about it. Yeah, we've, we have beat that one into the ground. We talked about it. All right, so number 22 is... Episode, you can. WrestleMania, or number 22 on the list is WrestleMania 11, XI in Roman numerals for you. And a lot of people uh, could say that this should be lower or even higher. Yeah, it, it depends. There's something oddly nostalgic about this one for me. Yeah, the main event it's really weird. Bam Bam and LT was kind of weird. But, I mean, LT actually put on a pretty decent match for a football player. Yeah, it just it should have been Diesel and Shawn Michaels. Yeah, the title should have went on last. And I'm kind of shocked that Vince went with this. Because this is really the first time that the title didn't go on last. Yeah, and uh, let's see. Uh, Taker and King Kong Bundy, I think that's one of his lower rated of his yeah. matches. I mean, King, I mean, think about it. King Kong Bundy was at WrestleMania 2. This is at 11. Yeah. 
he had been out of the company for a while and he was brought in to be part of Money Inc. when uh, DiBiase stopped wrestling. Yeah. And because uh, he had that whole stable of guys, you know. And Bret uh, Hart, Bob Backlund. Yeah, which, I mean, wasn't bad. Wasn't bad. I mean, Brett, no. Bob Backlund could go, man. I don't care. I think he could still do it. Yeah. He's in phenomenal shape and he's what, like 70? Yeah, he's 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 looking good, man, for his age. Um, not really a lot here, man. No. All right, let's let's hit the next one. All right, so coming in at number twenty one, WrestleMania one, the inaugural WrestleMania. So I wanted to put this at like fifteen, sixteen ish, just because it was the first one. It was groundbreaking. It's the original. Everybody knows that poster of Hogan and Mister T. I uh, like the cartoony comic booky looking like art yeah um you could see what they were doing here vince was yeah vince was trying to get out of you know he, this is when they were trying to get out of the territory thing take over the u.s this is obviously before he was trying to really go global but this is when yeah. he was trying to like even though he told his dad, and his dad always promised all the promoters, hey, we're, we're going to always keep territories. We just want to be bigger. Um, but obviously, that didn't work out. But Vince was like, it's all mine. It's all mine. <laughs> um, I mean, this one's still fun to watch. I, watch, I watched it uh, last year, actually. I might watch it again. This Maybe Sunday if I have time. Um, I like to go back and feel nostal- nostalgic. Um. But the celebrities in this, obviously, this is the uh, MTV boom. This is Cindy Lauper, and she's managing Wendy Richter against Leilani Kai, who surprised yep. the we just talked about surprise we just talked about on Monday uh, with yep. Fabulous Moolah. That was a big storyline. Uh, the main event, of course, being Ho- Hogan and Mr. T. They had just uh, hosted SNL. So, Hogan was actually the first wrestler to ever host Saturday Night Live. Um, Hogan had been on the A-team a couple of times. Uh, they were in Rocky Three together. So, obviously, I mean, they had Hogan as a... Even though he got fired, technically, for the first time from WWF for doing Rocky Three, that ends up coming back and, like, ends up working out. Because I think Vince saw the bigger picture. His dad, you know, was kind of thinking... You know, we need you in a match. Yeah. Um, obviously, this one, right. you see uh, Cowboy Bob Orton with the cast that he had on for 15 years. Uh, yeah. Let's see what else. Snooko was in Hogan and Mr. T's corner. Didn't that vape hard? Yeah, I'm trying. I want to get through this damn list. I got some I got some things going. All right, we'll go. I'm going to get done. No. All right, number number twenty, go. No, go. <laughs> All right, number twenty is WrestleMania six at the Sky Dome in Toronto. Is this the first time they were in Canada? Uh, for a pay per view, yes. For a pay, okay, yeah. So this was obviously headlined by Hogan and Ultimate Warrior. It was the title versus title match. It also had uh, Ted DiBiase, Jake the Snake, um, for the million uh, dollar was- title. For the million dollar title, Rick Rude versus uh, Jimmy Snuka. Uh, there was a mixed tag I match with this Dustin one last night. Actually, 
It's it's not a bad yeah. one, man. I like six. I ended up going with twenty one though. So anyway, sorry. It had, it had the mixed tag with Dusty Rhodes and Sapphire. God, I love versus, Sapphire. <laughs> yeah, versus uh, Mach and Sherry at the yep. time, right? Um. So yeah, it's it's good. It's a good WrestleMania. This was one of the. I think this is the most well remembered of the single digit WrestleManias next to, of course, WrestleMania three. Yeah, I agree. Um, and this is probably Ultimate Warrior's best match. Yeah, definitely his longest. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's it's a known fact at this point that Edge and uh, Christian were in the crowd for this one. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, and like it, I think it was the first time they showed it was like the, the before they were superstars or whatever. Remember they used to have yeah. a show on like uh, Spike Confidential or whatever. Yeah. Yep, confidential. And they showed uh, Edge in the Hulk Rolls shirt, like right on, right yeah. off the aisle. Um, so that I mean that's cool. And then you know them coming back and they talked about it at uh, eighteen yeah. when they were back because they were in, yeah. And then yep. Jr. You know makes note that you know he was there for WrestleMania six. So yes, sir. All right. Also, this is the one, is it six or five when DDP drives the Cadillac for Greg uh, Valentine? I think it's this one. I think, I think one. it is this one. Yeah. He owned a pink Cadillac, and he also had that nightclub. And they were like, hey, we want you to come up to Toronto and drive Honky Tonk and Greg Valentine to the ring in the pink Cadillac because they were rhythm and blues. So, yeah. All right, so hit him with the number nineteen. We hit nineteen. Yeah, WrestleMania three. Yeah, it had to go above six just because because of the body slam and, and, and well, the, I I I'd say the Intercontinental Title matches. Yeah, that stole the show. Yeah, and that's one of those things they talked about on Busted Open the other day. It's funny, you know, it's like, was it the Intercontinental title match that everybody remembers? Well, yeah, they remember it because it was awesome. But what do they remember about WrestleMania 3? You always remember Hogan and Andre. Because that's what sold that the was, tickets. Right. 93,000, so, they say. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot. That was a big one. So, I mean, that's the, really the two highlights of this one, I think. They're, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I own this DVD, actually. I bought the uh, oh, championship you... edition or whatever when they came out with that. Just single. oh yeah, it just says all it says is WrestleMania three on yeah. the front of it. Yeah, um, it's fun to watch. Yeah, it's a good, it's one of those good classics to watch. It's like watching an eighties movie. Yeah, you know, you just watch it because it's like oh, this is you know, this is fun That's to a watch. Good comparison, a... actually. Yeah, it's like watching a good eighties like movie. Ferris Bueller, Breakfast Club, or one of those. All right, moving along. All right, number 18 on the list is WrestleMania 31. This is the first one. This is the first WrestleMania where I stopped buying the, the movies because it's all in the network. So uh, this one was headlined by. Yeah, I bought all the way up to 30. That's I don't other than like the first five of the re-releases of one through 15. Uh, numbers eight. I don't have. And X7, I don't have on DVD. Okay. Those are the only WrestleManias I'm missing, other than the ones after 30, which they're on the network, so whatever. 
So yeah, it was headlined by was it? It was Roman and Brock number one. Seth cashes in. And Seth cashes in, which is just it, it, when his music hit. That was like it was like when the Hardys came back. The crowd just blew. We up, popped, dude. Yeah, big time, big time. We were like, oh my god, and it happened, and that's when Seth got it. I'm pretty uh, sure Sting- I called that. Uh, I think you did. Yeah, you were gimmicked. <laughs> uh, Sting and Sting and Paul. And we both <laughs> they, called the NWO thing. Yeah, you said NWO's coming, and I said DX is coming, yep. I think. Or it was something like yeah. that. And we this were, was my I first experience we were of Robert. wearing our uh, Outsider shirts, too. We were, and we were wearing the Hulkamania bandana. And Macho. Yes. So, yeah, WrestleMania 31 was all right. I think the definite con to this was Undertaker and Bray Wyatt in the daylight, for sure. Uh, Daniel Bryan won the Intercontinental title. That was cool. So thirty one wasn't it wasn't terrible in recent years. The most fun <laughs> I've had watching it, but it was more the company and the fact that we got, you know, kind of dressed in all the garb and everything, and we sat yeah, there with we the were, bandanas on. We were pumped. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> there's an old picture of us on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, there, there's old pictures. That that, I think I still have it on my phone actually. Yeah, um, and then so. I've got you know pictures of the kids on it. Um, at number. Have WrestleMania 13. This is also yeah, going to be switch those numbers around, huh? We had 31 before, now we have 13. You just switch the numbers yeah. around. I was like, did I mess up? Uh, <laughs> I'm like, shit. I don't know what. All right, so WrestleMania 13. This is going to be probably heavily debatable with uh, the wrestling online community. Um, the sh- the smarks, the the OWC. Um. So, WrestleMania 13, basically, Austin and Bret Hart. Yeah, uh, and Austin and Bret Hart is the reason why it's so high. Is And, and I, Sid and Taker is underrated. It wasn't the best match. But, but for I two think big it's, men, it, it, it was, it's watchable. Right, exactly. So, But Austin and Bret, you know, it's like, when we get to number 12, you know, we know the placement of that will tell you, you know, the reason why. So, yeah. And 13, I mean, Austin and Brett, probably one of the best matches of all time. Definitely. Um, story Storytelling-wise in the ring, um, I mean, they they weren't supposed to, to blade. Um, but obviously, uh, they've told this story recently on Edge and Christian's podcast. Um, so, Austin, Brett said, well, if you're going to pass out to the sharpshooter you got to get color. And yeah. Austin's like, well, we're not supposed to blade. You know, how are we going to pull this off? And Brett said, don't worry about it. Just do it. Because <laughs> Brett took care of it. Because Brett, I mean, Brett was Vince's guy. Yeah, he had a lot of pull. And definitely more than Austin did at this time. Um, obviously, that, that image of him raising back up and, like, the blood just pouring down and down his the crack of his teeth. Yeah, like is, that was great. And then he passes out. Yeah. Which, but that's which one of those Rock things you see. special guest ref because it was a submission match. Yeah, and that's one of those things you see on every video package of something or another. It's Stone Cold raising up his face and the blood's running down. It's just, it's a classic moment. It's been and on that's, that's kind of t-shirts, too. Yeah, and and that's a reason why this, the placement is a little higher on this. So. Other than that, eh, All right. okay. Uh, number 16, 
on our list is WrestleMania 22, Chicago, Illinois. This was uh, so two Chicago's back to back. Because thirteen oh, was, was Chicago too, or Rosemont, or whatever. But I mean, it's yeah, the same thing. yeah, that's right. Yeah, it is. Uh, WrestleMania 22 was headlined with the uh, John Cena and Triple H title match. John Stamos and Triple H. <laughs> John Stamos and Paul. <laughs> uh, Uncle Jesse. And Sean, Paul. Shawn Michaels, Mr. McMahon was killer. It was. That was, <laughs> really it was great. Yeah, it was really good. And this, uh, is, downside, this is when we get to see the tease of DX coming back. Yes. They both do the crotch chop. Uh, Mick Foley and Edge was a good hardcore match. Uh, the, the first money the in the bank. table on fire and Mick goes through it. Yeah. Yep. That was, that this was, is, that was tits. This had the first, was it the first money in the bank? or was, No, it was 20, 21. was the was first it. money in the bank. That's right. 21 was the first money in the bank. That's how I know. Um, and then, so the downside to the world title match was that it was like 10 minutes and it was Kurt Angle, Ray Mysterio, Randy Orton. And that was kind of, was 22 the money in the bank with Ric Flair? Yeah. When he goes off the ladder and looks like he was broken in half. Yeah. And he yells GD really loud. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Really loud. Yeah. (laughs) And it's still on the network because I watched this one, I think two years ago. And I remember, yeah. Like, oh man, they didn't even believe that. <laughs> yeah, take uh, Taker and Mark Henry. That's kind of one of his weaker, another yeah. one of those weaker matches. Yeah. It was like a ten minute casket match, so it wasn't that. Yeah, but it, it's a casket match. At least it had a gift right. to it. Yeah. All right. So next one is number fifteen, WrestleMania Five. The Mega Powers explode. This is a good one. It is the main event. I mean, obviously, sold tickets. It was the second WrestleMania in a row to be at the Trump Plaza in Atlantic City. Uh, not really a lot to talk about. I mean, classic mainly just because of that. I mean, it's like a solid year-long build. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, they only had four pay-per-views. So, they had to build the big the main event for a year. Yeah. All right, uh, number fourteen is number eight. This one I this is one I don't own in my re-release collection, but this was Sid and Hogan, right? Main event with Flair and Mach. Yeah. yeah, which I mean, retrospect, I mean, God, everybody wanted Flair and Hogan here. They were doing it at the house shows, uh, whether it be singles or uh, tag. But um, you know, obviously they. I don't know if it was just Vince thinking that he was going to get a better match out of Savage and Flair, and then obviously Hogan and Sid both being bigger guys, he wants that to be the main event, even though it's not for the title. Oh, Jesus. Look at him. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So those those are really the only two matches that um, kind of – it opened with the Rockers, right? No, Sean was, Sean was uh, Intercontinental Champ. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was he, was, okay, or yeah, he, he won it. He uh this is when he, he opened faced, the show. Uh Tito Santana, El Matador. And it, and this is when he had that the song that had Sherry sing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's right. Pretty decent Under- opener. Uh Tito Santana was obviously a little little long in the tooth at this point, but um, Yeah. And I never really got that El Matador gimmick. Like yeah. I always knew him as Tito Santana and they they still called him that. Like, they didn't refrain from calling him. That was like Ricky Steamboat when he came back 
he was supposed to be just the dragon. Yeah. And they they would still refer to him as Ricky Steamboat. So I didn't I, or even uh, better ones, Kerry Von Eric when he was Texas Tornado. Mm-hmm. And they always called him Texas Tornado, but when like Fink would announce him to the ring, he would say Texas Tornado or the Texas Tornado, Kerry Von Eric. Yeah. So it's like, eh, I don't know. I think that was more for the live crowd. But Macho and Flair tore the house down. This is the first time I believe you see Shane McMahon on WWF TV. No, oh, yeah. He is one That's of right. the refs that comes in. To, uh, That's right. Yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah, and in the end, uh, Hogan's getting attacked by uh, Sid and Papa Shango, and Ultimate Warrior makes his return after holding events up at the SummerSlam before, or Survivor Series before, well, SummerSlam. SummerSlam. And, uh, that's, all right. Yeah. That's it. All right. So hit number 13. Did I hit that one, or did you hit this one? Yeah, I, I, I did this one. 13 is WrestleMania. This is going to catch some shit. The N-OLED display in the Cadillac Escalade has 38 total diagonal inches of color display. So why do we give it a curve too? I guess you could say we like to bend the rules. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. 25. Yeah, this was a Dallas show. Um... It was the main event was Randy Orton and Triple H, but because of Shawn Michaels and Undertaker, it really wasn't the main event. <laughs> yeah, I, I like Jeff Hardy and Matt. Yeah, I, I like the I Money like in the Bank. Story. Yeah, it was a really good story. Jeff Hardy and Matt. Matt the Money in the Bank was good. <laughs> yes, what's he burned with, his house down. It had his dog in it. Yeah, what's with Vince and killing people's dogs? I don't know. Is he not a dog guy or something? Maybe he's a cat person. Uh. Uh, Jericho and the Legends, whatever, the Diva Battle Royal caught some serious heat. Shawn Michaels and Undertaker is the reason this is so high on the list. Yeah. Because this I, is... I like Jericho and the Legends um, just because Ricky Steamboat, I honestly thought he was going to win that match. Yeah. Like, he, he looked uh, great. No, yeah, he did. He looked the best at all. And, of course, sure. originally they were supposed to do the Mickey Rorick thing. That's like rural. I can't say that. Um, yeah, rural. Yeah. Um, but the wrestler had just came out, and it was getting all the Oscar buzz and everything. And then Mickey decided to ruin it by announcing it early, and that's why they didn't go through with that match. Yeah. But he was a boxer. Uh, also, he was an actor in the 80s, turned boxer, uh, boxing tore up his face a lot. So then he got a lot of plastic surgery, a lot of botched plastic surgery. So that's why he looked the way he did. Or does now too, but yeah. So yeah, the wrestler so was the big comeback for him. Yeah. So twenty five. Twenty five is in this spot solely because of probably one of the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time: Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. And twenty five and twenty six, their matches they're debatable. Yeah, they are. They are. This one's regarded as the better one, but I think twenty six had more. We'll get to that. We'll all get right, to so that. next one. All right, you're up. Uh, 
WrestleMania 12 is number 12 on the list. And this is, here's the reason why. Because a third of the show is one of the greatest wrestling matches of all time. Some say the best. Yes. And I liked Undertaker and Diesel. I don't know about you, but I did enjoy it. I loved it. I loved that match. I was still kind of sour that Razor wasn't on the show. Yeah. Yeah. He, that was, that was a bummer. Um, and Roddy Piper and Colt Dust are chasing each other around the whole show, but it's really the reason this is where it is at number twelve is because Taker and Diesel was good, but Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart was over an hour long, and that is over a third of the show. And so, Paul takes one of the worst losses of his career at this WrestleMania. <laughs> yes, and that's because of the Return of the Warrior. Oh, no. Yep, yep. Which the so. uh, the cover of this one, the VHS cover, sticks out in my mind. I loved like the. Because it was Hollywood, you know, Anaheim, and it was uh, like all the little boxes, and then under it is the warrior, like just with his uh, weird mullet bouffant thing going on, his pompadour mullet. All right, so hit him with number eleven. All right, number eleven, WrestleMania thirty, the first Daniel Bryan's WrestleMania, the first year of the of the WWE Network. Yeah, the first pay-per-view of the WWE Network. Yes. TakeOver was first, the first show. WrestleMania was the first main roster show. Um, yeah. This WrestleMania, obviously, hosted by Terry Bollea. Uh, he opens the <laughs> show, it... calls it the Silver Dome. Yep. So they were just At least he realized he fucked four up. years ago. Oh, I dropped that's, the F word. That's one. That's it. That's all. That's it. Okay, my bad. You, you've gotten the last three. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, I'm sorry. Together, but... this, this, so this show is just WrestleMania is so high on the list because of the the Daniel Bryan story. Yeah, uh, John Cena and Bray Wyatt wasn't terrible. The first ever Under the Giant Battle Royal. Uh, you had the streak is gone, but I don't want to talk about that. Uh, I don't want to talk was, about that. That wasn't cool. Uh, so it opens with Daniel Bryan and Triple H in a great match, and then it ends with Daniel Bryan winning the triple threat. And it's just, it's just the reason this is so high is because Daniel, this is Daniel Bryan's moment and the story. He he got to live the dream, and his story came true. So and everybody was so pissed because he didn't win the Rumble. Yes, that think, was there I was some that, heat in all for honesty, that. I think it was a swerve all along. Yeah, just yeah. for them to get heat. Yep. Um, right. Obviously, my favorite part is the opening with Hogan, Austin, and The Rock. Yeah, definitely. That was just a great moment. WrestleMania moment. Killed the first 20, 25 minutes, but it was it was well worth it. I had a smile yeah. on my face the whole time. All right, so number 10, WrestleMania 26. Yeah. Once again. HBK and Undertaker, but this time they're main eventing because it's streak versus career. Uh, yeah, Mysterio CM Punk wasn't bad. Money in the Bank was good as usual. Triple H had actually taken a back seat on this one, and he was a mid- he was like the third match or fourth match with Sheamus. Yeah, I think it, I think um, it was third. Yeah, the uh, triple threat with uh, uh, not Evolution uh, Legacy. Yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. So this this is a I think this is a good WrestleMania and I gotta say John Cena and Batista didn't do terrible in the main event either. So no, they didn't. Um, Jericho and Edge was good. Jericho and Edge was good, um, but you know, twenty five 
was great. But here's why I put I wanted 26 higher. And I mean, obviously we agreed, but the reason why I wanted 26 higher was because I was so emotionally invested in Undertaker and Shawn Michaels at this point. Because yes, this was the, you were at Elimination Chamber, right? Yes, this was the first time I actually thought the streak could end. Yeah, yeah, legit. And I knew, you know, because I was already reading the the websites and stuff, but. I remember, like, just I, – I, I went to Elimination Chamber. I called that Sean was going to come through the ring, which he did, uh, helped Jericho win the title. But as far as the match went, yeah, it was back and forth, back and forth, back – I mean, it was a freaking classic. Yeah. I, I'm kind of with you on this one about – it is very debatable that this one is better than 25. I think it is because of the build. Yeah, and you're, you're emotionally invested. Um, yeah. You don't want to see Sean be retired, but no. you don't want to see the streak end either. So, I mean, I was, this was literally the f- first time I'd ever really gotten mad over, yeah. over a main event, but obviously, you know, Sean was ready and, you know, he wanted to go home and be with his wife and kids and that's cool. I totally get it. And, yeah. and you know, I was, I was, I was actually kind of teary, but I got it. Like, all right, you know, whatever. But he got his moment. Yeah. All right. So number nine on our list. We are getting close here. Uh, WrestleMania 28. And I remember getting off work uh, and going to Walmart and buying this. I just It had just came out, and I remember specifically this one because I have the Three disc set, and it's it's the headline "Once in a Lifetime." I think this one had a really cool logo. I liked the orange and blue. Yeah, I did too. This one was they put this out on DVD really quick, very quick. Yes, and this is the one that opens week. I think. Yeah, Uh, it opens with the Sheamus eighteen second match or whatever. I I really enjoyed CM Punk and Chris Jericho and the build to that. Mm-hmm. That was great. So CM Punk always says he didn't get a main event at WrestleMania. He didn't get the main event, but this is probably his best. You wrestled Chris Jericho, who is possibly the, the greatest of all time, debatable, um, yeah. at WrestleMania. So, you know, get get over it. <laughs> you had Triple H and Undertaker, which went nearly – it went close to an hour in the Hell in a Cell. With Sean this as was the referee. A, so the two Triple H and Undertaker matches – I thought that was a potential for the streak to end because of Triple H. Yeah, you know, and I, he just and I gets what he wants. That one was too, but especially that one because Sean was the referee. Yes. But, so, and that was that was a really good match. There was color in it, and that, and there was great storytelling because it was almost like Sean didn't want to help Triple H win because he couldn't beat the streak, so he wasn't going to help Triple H beat it. Exactly. Yes. And then you get the once in a lifetime quote unquote match at the end, which. Of the two Rock and Cena matches, this is the better one. Yeah, but it's you know it was what it was, and it was it was it was a big deal. I remember this was big. It was a big deal because I was watching. I had got back into wrestling around this time because I always watched Mania season, and I was like, oh wow, this is going to be awesome. So it was all right, but it def- this show is just definitely of the most recent WrestleManias. I think this one wasn't too bad, honestly, and that's why it's number nine. So. Hit him with number eight. Number eight, the WrestleMania I watched last night at about one o'clock in the morning uh, is WrestleMania 21. WrestleMania goes Hollywood. I love the vignettes they did. Yes. That was oh so, my gosh. so good. 
This was a, yeah. This is I remember this one so well. Mm-hmm. I mean those those movie trailer vignettes they did were great, and they're all on the DVD I have. Yeah, three just set to that, and they're all on the DVD. But this one, this was first Money in the Bank, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, that opened, didn't it? Or it was either the first match or the second match. No, first match was Eddie and Ray. Yeah, and the funny yeah. story about this match was Ray had just gotten a new mask made, and that's why he keeps pulling it down, and then it comes off at one point. Yeah, because he couldn't he couldn't relatch it like the latch had broke, the strap broke. Yeah, and I just watching that last night, I remembered, and that leads live. up to the the ladder match for Dominic. Oh my god, <laughs> SummerSlam! Yeah, when Eddie's yelling at Vicky to get out there. Yeah, he's he's just stupid. Yeah. He's mad, dude. Yeah, he was really mad. Uh, Undertaker and Randy Orton. This was a this. I thought Randy could beat the streak here. Honestly, I, I this was. I loved the Randy Orton and Undertaker so feud. You I thought it was great. Well, <laughs> Triple H or Randy were some of the only times. And then as soon as Brock came around, I was like, I really hope this doesn't happen. But Randy and Undertaker, I loved their feud. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Uh, Sean and Kurt was insanely great. I think that was the best match of the show. And this started kind of a because I think the next was it the next night they did the thirty minute Iron Man. Yes, yeah. yes. Man, it was could great. have actually been better than the WrestleMania match. That's been debated online. I've seen it. Um, of course, my moment. Eugene comes out. Muhammad Hassan comes out. <laughs> dun, 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 everybody dun. chanting before it even happens for Hogan. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. Oh, man. It was like watching it last night was like watching it live for the first time again. Uh, this was the crowning of John Cena as the top guy. He beat JBL. And what was not a bad match? No. Not and bad. That, that backstage segment they had, like, kind of more towards the beginning with uh, JBL, Orlando Jordan, and Trips and Rick was great. I loved that backstage segment. And yeah. the fact that uh, Paul called JBL Bradshaw. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you gotta love that. Man. I you love gotta it. love that. And Rick's like, kind of, he's almost looking at him like sexually. Yeah, he's, he's got that look, weird. He's like, just that, <laughs> and he's like chewing gum and shit, being Nate. So Cena, Cena uh, is crowned as the man, and then and then you get Triple H and Batista, which was the second best match of the night. It was so good. And the, yeah, it was good. The story to the this. Story, yeah, the story. Because Batista had won the Rumble. Yep. And then the thumbs up, thumbs down thing. Uh, Turned it around stuff. on him. Yeah, yeah, it was. This was. I remember I was nonstop watching wrestling. I was. Like, this was actually my senior year in high school. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. 21. God, I'm old. Yeah, I was. Uh, <laughs> I was 12. I was about Jesus. to be 12. <laughs> yeah, man, that was great, though. I was really Dude, I into it. I can't be friends with you anymore. I'm too old. <laughs> it just you're sounds... Too, you're too young for me, bro. The younger years sound different, but now that I'm, like, 24 and you're 30, it doesn't sound yeah, that bad. Yeah, it's, it's not as creepy. All right, so hit him. Uh, number seven was WrestleMania 10. From the Garden. From the Garden, and it has that, that entrance that I, I love the, the entrance where they walk out. I yeah, the X. Yes, I love that. And it's that. just always the garden because it's like always kind of like in the middle. This is when they wanted Lex to be the man and nobody was on board with that. Yeah, the Lex Express had not taken off like they thought it would. It opens with 
one of the top ten matches of all time, probably. Well, not, the cage match was better, I think. But Owen and I, Brett yeah, was I agree. insane. I like the cage match better. Owen and uh, Brett was great opener, of course. Yeah. And Owen getting the win was just yes, God. yes. God, oh, I miss Owen. Uh, I think everybody does. Yeah, he was awesome, man. Uh, the, the ladder match. The ladder match. Sean and yeah. Razor was great. Good story. Um, and, I mean, them doing it so much at the house shows, they had that thing so perfectly timed and everything. When Sean gets his rope caught – or his foot caught up in the rope. Yeah. Is just – I mean, classic heel Sean. Vintage. Text. What did he do? Okay, I was texting real quick. Sorry. Oh, you're fine. All right. So um, and that, then oh. 10, I think the the match that I really liked that nobody ever really talks about is Macho Man and Crush. Yeah, that was a cool match. I yeah. liked that. Yeah, no, it was good. I liked it. Um, I was a fan. All right, so uh, you're up. Number six, the WrestleMania we discussed in full. Go back and listen to that. Yesterday. Yesterday. WrestleMania 14 DX rated. It's that it's so high up because it was just the peak of WWF's popularity. It was the Attitude Era, and it was the crowning, the passing of the torch to Stone Cold Steve Austin, who is debatable the best superstar of all time. Yeah, yep. I don't. I, I think him, that's. I go him. Uh, him Hogan one A one B, and depending on my mood of the day, it, it flip flops. I think we can keep going because we talked about this one yesterday yeah oh yeah uh wrestlemania 5 i'll let you take this one you know this one a lot better than me uh wrestlemania 4 the tournament the first of two back-to-back we talked about five earlier the first two back-to-back from the trump plaza in atlantic city new jersey this is probably as looking back because wrestling we always talk about our childhood um, this is the most memorable WrestleMania for me. This was actually, I was only, let's see, because I, I wasn't born yet when WrestleMania 3 happened. Okay. I was, I was born right after WrestleMania 3, so this is my first WrestleMania as a baby. Well, obviously, I didn't, I mean, I'm sure I watched it, because especially it being in New Jersey, but I don't remember, obviously, watching it live, but I remember owning the it was i think this was three vhs tapes because it was long yeah it was for the time yeah um and i remember the box was so cool because it was just like hogan's like pectoral muscle and like one of his biceps yeah but it folded out into like a full picture of hogan Uh um they loved him so much two two (laughs) Huh? <laughs> he loved, dude. He loved Hogan's muscles. <laughs> oh yeah, who didn't, man? Yeah, I mean, he was great. He was up there with Arnold, man. We t- we, I took my Flintstones vitamins just because Hulk Hogan told me to take my vitamins. Oh no, no, no! I'm with you. He told, yep, I'm same way, man. He told me to take my vitamins. I took mine. I did it, man. Flintstones. If my mom said drink your freaking milk. Guess what? I drink my milk, and my mom didn't say friggin'. Trust me, friggin'. Um, but yeah, I mean the tournament, dude. I mean this was. I want to watch this one today. I think this is. I mean, dude, do it because it's insane. I mean, you could sit down and watch it, and it's like four and a half hours, and you feel like you just, you know, found wrestling heaven. It's. I mean, it's perfect. The story. Um, obviously, Hogan and Andre 
having WrestleMania three the year before uh, the Saturday Night Main Event rematch where we have the the magic twins of Dave and Earl Hebner. Um, twin magic, I should have said. The Bella twin thing. Um, Andre beating Hogan, giving the belt to Million Dollar Man or Million Dollar Man buying the belt from Andre. And then the, that brings us to WWF kayfabe president, Jack Tunney, putting or vacating the title. So that's why we have a tournament here. So you've got, basically you've got the Hogan and Andre match, and then they both got first round buys. <coughs> so they don't meet until like the end of the first half. Yeah. So then they both get disqualified or counted out. Not 100% sure. I don't remember. Off the top of my head. Anyway, so Randy Savage and Ted DiBiase are on opposite sides of the bracket. So you kind of have a idea that that's what's going to be because even the poster they had in Trump Plaza had Macho, DiBiase, Andre, and Hogan. That was that was the poster. So it's like, okay, well, well, sorry, Hacksaw, you're not getting the title. Um, so, but the main event was great. When yeah, I think Joe... I, I think I've only watched this one once. That's why I'm kind of taking a back seat here because I, I I believe it's only been once or twice that I've watched this. Honestly, Macho and Ted DiBiase tear the freaking house down. Ted DiBiase is so underrated. Yeah, one, that I one of the greatest heels of all time. One, yes. probably one of the best technical wrestlers of all time. Yeah, um, I wish but... his son could have lived up to that, and they would have used him better because yeah. he was good. Junior was I... good. Yeah. Man. Um, yeah, this one was just so good. And then, obviously, Hogan coming out to help Macho. Um, and then they celebrate in the ring together because, God forbid, Hogan not be <laughs> involved. Oh, yeah. In the of course. Afterwards. Yeah. But this is where they kind of – this this is where the Mega Powers kind of start to get together. And then you can already kind of see a rift because Hogan, like, kind of looks at Elizabeth the wrong way and Macho kind of, you know. But we've all heard the stories. Anyways, all right. So number four, I talked way too much on that one. Yeah, well, that's all right. That's why I let you do it. Hit it. Yeah. Hit number, number four. four. WrestleMania twenty, also for Madison Square Garden, just like ten, just like one. It's a shame they didn't do it at thirty. One of my one of my favorites of all time, definitely. This was this one I remember uh, being heavily into this one, and I was like eleven, mm-hmm. <laughs> ten or eleven. So I was and, a junior in high school. <laughs> dude, I was it, it just this I was so into this one, man. It was the the return of the Undertaker versus Kane, uh Evolution versus Rock and Sock. Um Eddie Guerrero beating uh Kurt Angle. I mean, that yeah. was that match was so good. And then you get the main event, probably the best triple threat of all time. I agree. The backlash one after this was real. It was just, I mean, it was just as good. You can't say one's better than the other, but this is probably the best triple threat of all time with Chris Benoit versus Shawn Michaels versus Triple H. Bloody, just the story was told. I mean, it was just everybody it was amazing. Gets their spots. Yes, it was amazing, dude. Benoit just won the Rumble. Um, Shawn and uh, Paul had that uh, match at it- Rumble. Yeah, and then they had the one the night after where, like, Sean, like, won. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think that Raw was from Phoenix. I remember because they had mentioned that Sean was actually born in Phoenix but grew up in San Antonio. 
Oh, yeah. That was right. actually, like, his hometown, technically. But, you know. Anyways. Anyways, WrestleMania 20, enough said, man. It was great. Uh, number Brock three. And Gold- Brock and Goldberg was a drizzling shit. So. Yes, it was. Austin carried <laughs> that match. Yeah, like, he did. Austin if it was... Gold- yeah, if it wasn't for him, that would be garbage. So, anyways, right. uh, WrestleMania or number three on the list, top three here. Rest number the third one is a year prior at WrestleMania 19, and I'm sure people might hit us with some heat for this being so high on it. But you and I both thoroughly enjoy WrestleMania 19. One of my probably these three are interchangeable. Yeah, or is is WrestleMania 19 your number one? I didn't put it. I wanted to, but I was. But I mean, like your personal. Somewhat, yeah, my personal. Yeah, nineteen. Okay, because the four, the four matches. The main and ones. Then, nineteen, and then probably four would be my one two. It does open with the. It opens with cruiserweight Matt Hardy and Ray. It was good. Then you get the lackluster Undertaker streak match. It wasn't. Ugh. It was whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, but then you get. That you got I think Chris... that was his worst. I think that was his worst worst WrestleMania match. You think it was worse than Giant Gonzalez? No, I don't know. <laughs> ten years, ten years later, it's tough, man. That um, match was garbage, dude. Jericho and Sean, <sighs> easily match of the night, dude. Like, easily match of the night. Another one of those possibly greatest matches of all time. Yes. Uh, any any time they wrestled, this was what the first. This was the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe but so. But then they fought later on. What was it like? No Mercy or something? The ladder match. Couple. Uh, yeah, a couple of years yeah, later. Was like, and that was great. Value. That yeah. that program yeah. was awesome. That was the best thing Woo! about two thousand and eight. Um. Yeah. So yeah, you got you got uh, Sean and Chris. You got old Triple H, Paul Levesque, and uh, Booker T, which Booker should have won this. but Booker should have won it. He should have absolutely won this. You got um, oh uh, Brock and Kurt Angle, which was amazing. The main event. This is when the Brock kind of botched that. Uh... Yeah, he hurt himself yeah. pretty bad. And then you get Stone Cold's final match. Stone Cold and The Rock told a great story. This is the only time the rock got over at wrestlemania so it is the rock two... wore austin's vest which still cracks me up god it was a great i mean it's just a great show wrestlemania 19 was great it was at safeco field in seattle i'll never forget it's just yeah. 19 was amazing so also, all right also hulk hogan and vince mcmahon oh yeah how could i forget oh my how gosh could you forget dude that match was oh, that, that was so that, good that might be vince's best match yeah i think it was yeah him, that better than him and, him and sean, sean. Man, that Ho- that Hogan and Vince was so good. So I mean, you got you can just you got tell like five they love matches. To hate each other. Yes, you got like four or five matches on this card that are just awesome. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's number nineteen. WrestleMania nineteen is number three. So hit him with number two, Tommy. We're almost there. Number two, we covered this one. You can go back and listen to it. WrestleMania seventeen. Yep. 17 is one of those that's – I think the card doesn't have a bad match on it. I think the only thing that's not the greatest, per se, is the gimmick battle royal, but that's just fun to watch. And I love it. Yeah, I, I love it too, personally. I watch it like once every like three to four to six months. <laughs> I love and this, it. it's, we just covered it. You know, I don't think yes. we have to get into too much no, detail. No, we don't talk about it. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, listen Bobby to our review Heenan, on this. Bobby Heenan commentating that gimmick battle royal. That's what yes. I love it. Yes, yes. All the – 
all the matches on this card were just great. Uh, all right. So you get it. All right. I didn't know I was going to get it, but number one, number one on the list. If you've been listening, you'll know what it is because we haven't mentioned this one yet. And we just reviewed this one as well. <laughs> My personal favorite, WrestleMania 18. From the Toronto Skydome. And it's, it's highly, this is, this is highly debatable because people do say WrestleMania X7 is the greatest of all time. And I, I, think, I think 17 and 18 are very interchangeable. But 18, to me, is just a, is just a tad better. And, you know, you're, it's headlined by The Rock and Hogan, whether or not that's the undisputed title match or not. It, it is headlined by that. Uh, Jericho and Triple H. You got Stone Cold and Scott Hall. Um, Kane and Kurt Angle. Still an underrated match, in my opinion, is the Scott Hall and Austin. Yeah, absolutely. It was, they, they did what they could, man. So uh, I just noticed four to one. It's twenty nineteen seventeen eighteen. Twenty nineteen seventeen eighteen. Oh wow! Okay. And okay. eighteen and seventeen were originally opposite, so it would have been twenty nineteen eighteen seventeen. <laughs> yeah. So it would. Yeah. Exactly. So and then it's. I think it's right, and people can read it however. But you get open William Regal and Rob Van Dam. Great match. DDP and Christian. Good match. Goldust and Maven. Decent little thing. Kane and Kurt Angle, great. <laughs> Decent little thing. <laughs> Kane and Kurt Angle was good. Ric Flair and Undertaker. I mean, how long did Damn. we talk about this one alone? Oh, on, man, because I was so pumped. I texted you, and I was, while was, I was watching it, I was like, I cannot wait to talk about the, Ric Flair now. Yeah, the 10-0, and 0, he goes 10-0. and 0. Edge and Booker T, great match. Blading, Cold, everybody's blading, dude. Yeah. Blood. Stone Cold and Scott Hall, very underrated, great match. The four-way elimination match, it was a Great tag team match for being the first one that's not a ladder match in yep. three years. Uh, Rock and Hogan, I mean, my God. Jesus house Christ, down. dude. That, that was just, that was one of those things that was like, you know, it was kind of a wrestling match, but yeah. no, it was entertainment. But Hogan, I mean, this is more of, I mean, for his later years and not Japan, Hogan was pretty mobile in this match. Yeah, yeah, he could definitely move around. Um. But the just the standoff and the way they were looking at the crowd in opposite directions and shit, possibly my greatest WrestleMania moment, in my personal opinion. The, uh, after that was the women's match. Yeah, whatever. And then uh, <laughs> old triple, triple Paul Levesque H versus Chris Jericho was triple Paul Levesque as the third. Yeah, him versus Chris Jericho was a really good match, but it just – it just seemed like it wasn't because the crowd was dead because of Hogan and Rock pretty much they, they, <laughs> killed they them. They so. down, dude. They should have – I mean, in all honesty, at that point, they should have just packed up the ring and, like, we'll do this on Raw. I just – there's just something about WrestleMania 18. It's it's in the Sky Dome. The stage is awesome. Mm-hmm. It's just 18. I don't know. It's just my favorite. And it's not that's not why it's number one, but me and Tommy mutually agreed that 18 is number one. We both kind of – Kind of went with it, so I think I think it just is, you know. Seventeen. If somebody says no, you're wrong. Seventeen is number one. Eighteen is number two. That's fine because yeah. I can agree with that too. And like we but, said originally, it was opposite, but we we did our best to be different here. Yeah, and it's and that's not you know we we did we did we were different, but it's, but it's also our personal opinions. It is right, and I and I could put and I'm with you on nineteen. I could put nineteen up there higher too because it was great. You know, I could put four up higher. I could put 20, whatever. But that's our list. 
like it or not, that's our list. Tell your friends, tell your enemies. Let them check out our list. We're going almost two hours here. So. I know. I'm looking at the time. Crazy. We got to do plugs. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. And all that and go home and then I got to get this house clean. Yeah, me too. All right, so that's our list. WrestleMania, like it or not, tell your friends, tell your enemies. You can go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash heels and quads and get our four shirt designs we have available. You can get them in T-shirt, long sleeve, tank top, you know the drill. Prowrestlingtees.com forward slash heels and quads. And collarandelbowbrand.com. They have a ton of awesome shirts you can get. Load up your cart, put in coupon code heels and quads in all caps at checkout and save 10% on your order. That's collarandelbowbrand.com. Pick up any other stuff. Coupon code. Heels and quads in all caps at checkout. And and because I just realized I've never mentioned it on the show, we have stickers available. If you saw my promo video, I mentioned the stickers. I showed the stickers. I've showed them on Twitter. I've showed them on Facebook. I've showed them on Instagram. DM us on any social media platform for information on got to, to, to guy those, to get those, slash buy them. Um, they're two bucks. I ship them directly from the dungeon. Um... I'll sign them if you want. I'll we'll hold it, and next time I see Levi, he can sign it for you if you want it signed. Because I know we have dedicated listeners, so use your voice. We're telling you it's okay, even if you are listening just to disagree with us. That's fine. Let us know you're listening. Um, but anyway, so yeah, DM us for the stickers. Uh, shoot me your address. I'll give you my PayPal or the show PayPal, and I'll get that shipped out to you. Um, also zubas.com use coupon code heels and quads in all caps you can get some sweet ass pants those cool zebra print designs those pants um also i decided last night for the giveaway sunday for the giveaway levi real quick let's decide what we want our giveaway to be we're gonna we're gonna put like a question or something up before the pre-show and we'll announce the winner at the end. Okay. During the review. So we got to decide so, what we want our uh, question to be or trivia question about the show. Okay. Uh, maybe we just figure that out and post that. We'll just okay, a phone we'll do call. that. We'll do that. Because I don't want to have to, I don't want to air it right here. I don't know. What, <laughs> I'm trying to think of what to do. So. Yay. Yay. Okay, so Zubas.com, coupon. Whoa. All right. That was a little whoopsie. Yeah. Uh, two hours we made it, and then a telemarketer decides to call. I forgot to turn on Do Not Disturb, but I figured after two hours, nobody would bug me. 
So anyways, but I did check and the show is saved. So we're finishing this up on a separate call. Um, but it is saved in our drafts. So we're good. Sweet. We got the two hours. All right. So as I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted by a telemarketer who likes to clone calls. You can go to Zubas.com. That's Z-U-B-A-Z.com. They're cool ass zebra pants. They're awesome. They, they're comfortable. They're great. I mean, they're perfect workout pants, but you can wear them anywhere. I mean, their whole thing is to be different. Dare to be different. Dare to be different. You want to be different. You want to stand out. You want to, you know, just if you're weird like us, you're going to love them. And if you're a professional wrestler, by all means, use our code heels and quads in all caps, save 15%, get your Zubas, you know, rock them in the gym, wear them in a match. You could do it in a match. Shit. You got a hardcore match coming up. Wear your Zubas. Do it to it. All right. So tell your friends, social media. Oh, well, damn it. Tell your friends, tell your enemies. Uh, I'm at Levi D. Zindel on Twitter. I'm Levi Zinfandal on Instagram. Like, like I am men. at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter. Tommy Walter live on Instagram. The show at Heels and Quads on Twitter. Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast on the Instagram. Facebook. Eh. Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. Go for it. Also, uh, make sure you're downloading the Radio Public app. Remember, if you've listened to the last two shows, that helps uh, That helps this show. And any show you listen to, chances are, if you listen to another podcast besides us, it is available on Radio Public. I know there's other podcasts I listen to. Trust me, you don't hurt my feelings that this isn't the only wrestling podcast you listen to. Because where do you think we get our ideas sometimes? Not necessarily our ideas, but what they're talking about. We get our information from times the true stories, what happens backstage and whatnot. But... Wow. What was that? Huh? What was that? I didn't hear anything. Oh, I, I don't know. I'm hearing stuff. <laughs> anyway, so Radio Public, you can get it on App Store, Google Play, whatever. Download that. You can transfer all of your subscription podcasts to that app. And like I said, it helps support the show, especially if you can't buy a t-shirt or you don't want to buy a t-shirt. Some people like wrestling, but they don't like wearing wrestling t-shirts. I think that's weird, but that's just me. Yeah. All right, there we go. There you have it. Two-hour show. Eat it up. Listen to it. Fast forward to the WrestleMania. Well, Don't fast forward. Listen to the whole thing. Well, listen to the whole thing. But and if you're already listening at this point, you didn't need. You already did what you're going to do. So tell we your, always do that. <laughs> tell, tell your friends and tell your enemies, guys. And we'll talk we'll to you talk Sunday. To you Sunday WrestleMania 34. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday WrestleMania 34 from the Silver Dome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you guys later.
It's a great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from PenFed. Our powered by true car rates are as low as 1.39% APR on new vehicles. Finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill. Plus, take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment. Join PenFed and together we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit PenFed.org slash auto or call 1-800-247-5626. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.